The Lord be with you. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you all to this morning's service as we gather around God's holy word and receive the gift of his very body and blood in the Holy Communion. Some announcements for this morning. First of all, Pastor Mac is out of town today. We'll be back in the office tomorrow. Sunday school and Bible classes continue today at 9.30. Join us in the lounge for refreshments. And then adults head off into the gym for a study entitled the St. Peter Option. Sunday school children, kindergarten through fifth grade, begin with an opening in the music room. Sixth through eighth graders meet in the school fifth grade classroom. And the high school Bible class meets in the school seventh grade classroom. Please join us in the study of God's holy word. The eighth grade class is hosting a to-go chili and brat fry sale this morning to raise money for their class trip. They will be selling food from 8.30 to 12.30 in the fellowship hall or kitchen. Uh, Pick up the food on your way home and you won't have to make lunch for the Packers game. They will be accepting cash, check, or Venmo as payment. Conter Atherton, this past week, received a divine call to Concordia Seminary in St. Louis, Missouri, to be the seminary conter and the associate professor of practical theology. If he accepts this call to the seminary, the call would take effect beginning next school year in August of 2024. Please keep Sam and Lois and their family in your prayers, and he considers the call to Trinity and now also the call to Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. A special voters meeting is scheduled for next Sunday, November 19th at 9.30 a.m. in the gymnasium. The purpose of this meeting is to discuss and consider the ratification and approval of Trinity's offer to purchase parking lot three, which is that way, from the city of Sheboygan, and a related agreement with the Weill Center. This is a special voters meeting, so only existing registered voters are allowed to vote. A list of the existing voters is available today in the lounge. A majority of all registered voters is required for a quorum to consider purchasing property, so your attendance is appreciated. The best way to follow along is to place your worship folder, the panel in the back. Simply go to the page indicated. Uh, Please note that between the readings, we will also sing Psalm 70, which is an insert in the bulletin. That's it for the announcements for this morning. Please stand. The bells will call us to worship. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Let us kneel for confession and absolution.
Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. God in his mercy has given his son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. This is the feast of victory for our God. Alleluia. God, Heavenly Father, send forth your Son to lead home his bride, the Church, that with all the company of the redeemed we may finally enter into his eternal wedding feast. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the 24th Sunday after Pentecost is from Amos chapter 5. Woe to you who desire the day of the Lord. 
why would you have the day of the Lord? It is darkness and not light, as if a man fled from a lion and a bear met him, or went into the house and leaned his hand against the wall and a serpent bit him. Is not the day of the Lord darkness and not light and gloom with no brightness in it? I hate, I despise your feasts, and I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offerings of your fat and animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs. To the melody of your harps, I will not listen. But let justice roll down like waters, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. This is the word of the Lord.
The epistle is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. This is the word of the Lord. According to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is the gospel of the Lord. I believe in one God, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one the Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten and not hated, being of one substance with the Father, but I belong.
name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Do you need a little encouragement these days? Who doesn't, right? We all need encouragement. Maybe it's a word of praise from a teacher. Maybe it's loving compassion from a spouse. Maybe it's understanding or support from a good friend. Maybe it's a reminder of God's truth in his word from a fellow Christian. And maybe with the struggles in your life that are dragging on, that can so easily discourage you with no end in sight. The Apostle Paul has some words for us today. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. That's why God put you here this morning. That you would not be alone. That you would have fellow believers to encourage you as you walk this life, for it is not good to be alone. We are not created for aloneness. We were created for fellowship in the image of God's fellowship, Trinitarian fellowship, our union with God, the cause of our union with one another. So that we are here today, one body, one communion of saints, heaven and earth, united together. We are not just a bunch of individuals gathered together. We have an interconnectedness, a communion in Christ, so that when one suffers, we all suffer. When one rejoices, we all rejoice. And Christ, too, with us as well. We all need this. Encourage one another with these words. When Paul wrote these words to the Thessalonians, Christians were troubled and deeply concerned that those who had died were going to miss out on Jesus' return. They felt lost. Not so, Paul tells them. For while death seems final and awful to us, it is exactly death that Jesus has destroyed, and he did and he will. So those who had already died aren't going to miss out on anything. In fact, they will be raised first. They may be dead to you now, but they are not dead to our Lord Jesus. They're just sleeping. He knows them just as he knows you. We will be together again with the Lord, so don't be discouraged. And don't let your fellow believers get discouraged either. Encourage one another with these words, with the word of God, that is, that is the key. The word of God. Don't encourage with just happy platitudes and wishful thinking, but with the word of God that is living and active, powerful and trustworthy, and makes things happen. 
The word that in the beginning said, let there be, and there was. The word that told dead people to rise, and they did. The word that absolves your sins and mine. This word is the word of encouragement that we need, that we need to hear and are privileged to speak. Now, sometimes that word of encouragement will be an encouragement to believe, like Paul spoke to the Thessalonians. But sometimes it also may be a word of encouragement to repent, like the prophet Amos spoke. We need both. But whether a word of law or a word of gospel, they will be words that always point to Jesus and the hope that we have in him alone. That in these gray and latter days, as the scripture calls them, We know that the Lord is still upon his throne and still ruling all things for the good of his church and the good for you. Even if it doesn't seem like it. For he has seen it all before. And worse ones than this. Political divisions. Yep. World wars, in fact. Rampant sin and unbelief. Rebellion, sounds like Old Testament Israel. Disease, he cured them all, even cancer. Really bad sinners, he forgave them. Really hardened persecutors, he turned, to the, he turned them to him like Paul himself. Kingdoms rising, kingdoms falling, and through it all, the church has remained. The words still preached, the sacraments given, sins forgiven, believers taken home. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. There's always something going wrong. There is always something falling apart. There is always one kind of bad news after another. But if this life, this world, is not all there is, and it's not, of course, Encourage one another with these words, namely this, that the bridegroom is coming for his bride, that Jesus died and rose again, not for himself, but for you. That the day is coming when the struggles and the difficulties and the sicknesses and the divisions and the death of this world is going to be over and there will only be life and beauty. So we have a sure and certain hope and a future in Christ that gives us hope and encouragement today to persevere, to help others, to be ready when the bridegroom comes. So how do we do that? How are we ready for when the bridegroom comes? Is by waiting where the bridegroom is already coming. Makes sense, doesn't it? If you're waiting for a ball game to start at 12 o'clock, you sit on the field. If you're waiting for the waitress to serve you a meal, you do so in a restaurant. So if you're waiting for the bridegroom to come, you do it where he comes now, here, at this altar. Here where he comes and speaks, here where he comes and washes, here where he comes and adopts you as his child, here where he comes and feeds you with his lifeblood, here where he forgives sins, 
Every Sunday is a little rehearsal for the last day. So here is where you fill up with the oil of faith and the forgiveness of sins. And then we take the encouragement that we receive from here, from the Lord, and we take it into the world to encourage others to give forgiveness, to give love, to give mercy, to give truth, to give life to a world that so desperately needs it, to those who need a word of encouragement, to those who need Jesus. So that when the bridegroom returns, they too will have the oil of faith and the forgiveness that they need, because sadly not all will. In Jesus' parable, there were not only five wise virgins, but five foolish ones, five who were not ready Perhaps we should blame the bridegroom for taking so long to come, but he delays not so some will run out, but so that more will be ready. He delays in mercy like he did in the days of Noah when finally the day comes and after the door was shut, the door of the ark, God didn't send the flood immediately. He waited 120 years and not because Noah needed that long to build it, but so that people would repent and return to him he is merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in love. He wants all to be saved. It doesn't matter how foolish you may have been in the past. It doesn't matter how foolish you are now. The bridegroom comes with his gifts for you today so that when the day of the wedding feast comes, you will be ready, ready to enter into joy, the unending wedding feast of heaven ready to enter not just as a guest, but as the bride. For truly, that is who you are, all of you, the bride of Christ, all one body together as one here, so that we may be together as one forever. Encourage one another with these words. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. We continue with the prayer of the church. Let us pray for the whole church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Lord, you are our helper and deliverer. We bring to you the prayers and petitions of your people that you may grant us all things needful and guard us against all things harmful. Lord, in your mercy. O oh Lord, preserve your people from believing that you are pleased with us because of our works or ceremonies. Grant that what we do in worship and prayer may proclaim salvation in Christ Jesus alone. We pray that you would be with Sam Atherton as he contemplates the call to Concordia Seminary and here at Trinity. Let the Spirit work mightily in his life and bring him to a deliberation that is according to your will and way. Also bless those preparing for church work vocations, including Ruth, James, Luke, and Harvey. Lord, in your mercy. Lord God, you bestow favor and honor and withhold nothing from those who walk uprightly. Bless parents and those who teach children your ways, that generations to come would love your promises, walk in your truth, and dwell in your house. We thank you on the 53rd wedding anniversary of Tom and Georgie Hone. 
Continue to bless their love for one another with your love in Christ. We also thank you for the faithful and caring work of Angie Carley, a teacher aide in our school. Lord, in your mercy. Righteous God, you despise corruption and command justice. Embolden our rulers and all in authority to enact and defend measures that preserve peace and justice for all. Also protect our military personnel stationed around the world. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, show mercy to those who cry aloud as they wait your son's coming in glory, including the victims of war in the Middle East and the Ukraine. Butch, who is hospitalized, Carla, undergoing medical tests, Alvin, afflicted with heart issues, Nanette, recovering after knee surgery, Sharon, recovering after brain surgery, Robert, recovering after hip surgery, Brad, awaiting a kidney transplant, Renee, recovering after surgery, Bard, for continued management of illness, for Charles, Carl, Emmy, Tim, Benjamin, Bernadette, Sue, Jennifer, Sharon, Doris, Timothy, Ronald, John, and Mary, all in treatment for cancer, and Dorothy in hospice care. Answer them with strength and healing, comfort and hope. Make them confident in Christ who will raise his people on the last day. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, your Son will descend from heaven with a cry of command. Raise those who have fallen asleep and deliver us to your kingdom of glory. Until that day, strengthen us by his body and blood and prepare us for his coming in glory. Lord, in your mercy. God of our salvation, we know neither the, deed, neither the day nor the hour of Christ's return, but we know that he has died and has risen again to open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Until that day, preserve us in faith, guard us from temptation. Do not let us be caught unprepared for his coming. Let, our life, let us live our days in loving service and joyful expectation of the life of the world to come. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated as we gather together the offering we invite you to fill out the Friendship Register.
the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you've had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repented joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. As often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. O Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, in giving us your body and blood to eat and to drink, you lead us to remember and confess your holy cross and passion, your blessed death, your rest in the tomb, your resurrection from the dead, your ascension into heaven, and your coming for the final judgment. So remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you, body and soul, to life everlasting. Depart in peace. pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you've given us a foretaste of the feast to come and the Holy Supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.